Oh, we could, we could fly. Welcome to this new season of the Have a Cup of Jahani podcast. So I want to title this new season that I'm embarking on with I'm growing. So this is going to be the season of growth. And um, that's what I'm going to share with you throughout the season. So I thank you for coming over here and sitting with me. And I hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. So here's the situation. I watched Love is Blind season four. I finally finished it. And today we're going to talk about it. So saying that, I'm going to give you three seconds because this is going to have some spoilers. So if you haven't seen season four of Love is Blind and you don't want me to ruin it for you, please skip this episode. Go listen to some of my other ones or wait for next Wednesday when I push out another new episode. But if you don't mind spoilers, stick around. One, two, three. Okay. So on season four, we had what I call two mean girls. And I really, I am telling you, I thought I was going back in time to that movie, Mean Girls, with Lindsay Lohan and then the other the other ladies. And it just, it really, it triggered me. It gave me a lot to think about. And of course, it gave me a lot of emotions, hence why I am here doing a complete, a whole episode with you all for just this. But for those that don't know what the show is about, here's a description. Spline is a show where, as a dating show, I should say, where participants get to know each other without seeing each other. They talk to one another and then they then decide to engage based on their conversations, that connection that they have gotten through those conversations alone. And they only get to meet face to face after they've made a choice to be engaged with one another. Okay, so going back to my two mean girls, Micah and Irina, and their behavior just on the show left a lot to be desired. So during their time on the show, Micah and Irina engaged in what I call mean girl behavior. They were listening into other people's conversations, and you see this being played again on the recap. Uh, they even went as far as to laugh. I forgot specifically what the instance was, but I want to say that one of the other girls that was dating one of the guys that either Mike or Rena were dating, they fell out, right? And then the girl comes back to the women's pod. And of course, she's heartbroken. She's crying. And you see Jackie there. That's a whole other conversation, by the way. But you see Jackie there and she's comforting her and, you know, patting her on the arm and and so forth. You know, what you would do when someone is in pain physically, mentally, or, you know, just heartbroken. You will empathize with them. You will try to give them comfort. Mike and Arena, no, not them. What do they do? They just, they they laugh. They make faces at one another. It, It is just the epitome of... Not just mean girls. So I don't want to just completely just put them into that box. But the epitome of immaturity, I will say. And uh, when I look at it that way, I feel more empathy towards these two individuals. Because at the end of the day, there are people we are flawed as human beings. We all are. Um, But I want to focus on their actions. Because their actions is what, what really 
triggered me and uh, not just their action, but also what they said during the reunion, which just completely did not take accountability for their actions. So, but let's talk. Okay. So Irina, Irina, she started talking to Zach, right? Zach, you can tell he's, he's a, a quirky individual. Um, he has, he has a good heart. It seems from the edits and what we see on the show. And he has his life pretty much kind of like together, right? And he is talking to Bliss and and Irina. He's talking to other people, but these are the the two women that kind of like go uh, neck and neck with one another when it comes to winning over Zach. And unfortunately, um, Zach picks Irina. And, and that, you know, at the beginning, I'm like, you know, no worries, no worries. You know, he just, he did what was in his heart. But he made that choice because Irina tried to blame Bliss for being a mean girl and audacity. So at the, when I saw that episode, when that happened, I didn't think anything of it, right? Because we hadn't, we hadn't yet seen Blit, uh, we haven't yet seen Irina, right, in her full mean girl regalia yet. We we hadn't seen it. We weren't there yet as viewers. So I was like, okay, Zach is doing Zach. You know, he's making the best choice for himself. Okay, I, I support it. And then as we go by an episode later, I'm like, Zach made a big mistake. Bliss was supposed to be the person that he stays with. And I say that because when when Zach and Irina meet, right away, she focuses on his looks. Like, right away. There was, like, no hesitation. And, and she is putting him down about how he stares at her, how he, he looks at her. Um, and I think she said, like, you look like a cartoon, like, three or four times in that short span of when they meet or, you know, that short span that they edit to show us in the show that that meetup of, you know, them getting engaged in person finally. And and I knew right away when that happened that that was a complete red flag because one, the show is about love is blind. Can you fall in love with someone blindly? Can you fall in love with somebody just based off of, the conversations, the connections, supposedly what's on their heart, because you also have to assume that what they're telling you is real. It's not just, you know, them giving you lip service as well. So, so yeah, and, and it's like she almost, well, not almost, she throws all of that that they have gained in the trash, essentially, because once she sees them, she makes a determination that this is not her person. And it is solely based on looks because that was her reaction. So then fast forward to the reunion when I'm watching the reunion and this lady, she was she was one of the last people to talk in the reunion because she came in later. And this lady had the audacity to say that it was a gut feeling that she had. Ma'am, there was no such thing. You talked about that man's physical appearance you you made judgment about his physical appearance and your mannerism and behavior let us all know 
that you was not having it as soon as you saw how he looked like. So it was obvious that physical appearance was what played a role in there. And I think the reason why she tried to backtrack was because she has gotten caught. So it wasn't that Irene actually did some growth and and it felt bad and was like, wow, you know, I missed out on a potentially good relationship with somebody that I had so much in common with. And it, it wasn't that. It was, she was embarrassed because it's embarrassing. Nobody wants to outwardly be in public that one person that bases everything off of looks. Yet we know that there are people like that. We know that. We know that. There's a reason why that's a, a character in fiction and in movies is because there's such people in real life that that's, that's all that they base worth on is just the external looks of people. And I just wish that she wouldn't, she would have owned that because if that is her shtick, then own that. But when she didn't, it lets me know that she knows, Irene knows that that is wrong. Because if she would have been proud of her behavior, she wouldn't have done that half-hearted apology that she did on the show, on the reunion episode. So that's Irene. Moving on to Micah. Micah, I saw more like as a follower or... It depends too, because we don't know what gets edited out and what gets edited in and what gets clipped together in these episodes, right? So take everything that I say with a grain of salt, especially when it comes to these shows, uh, because God, I don't know what's on the editing floor. Nevertheless, when it comes to Micah, to me, based on what I saw on the show, she seemed like either the follower that went along with what um, Irene was doing, or she was egging her on off camera. And Irene was just doing her bidding. Um, because that, that's what it seemed like. Like she would, she would tell Irene something like that one time that they were eavesdropping on somebody's conversation to try to see where somebody else was in the relationship with a person that they were also talking to in the pods. And Irene did that because Micah wanted to do it, but Micah didn't want to do it because she didn't want to be perceived as such. So you can tell, like, because she was standing in the back and kind of like with that little smile. And I'm pretty sure she got info from Irene as soon as Irene got done done eavesdropping. So that's how she felt to me, like either the follower or the silent mastermind leader <laughs> of of that that two person mean girl gang. And and I was disappointed in her as well because she had, not only did she have the physical aspect that Irene have, and when I say the physical aspect, I mean like not only did she put a lot of worth into how someone looks on the outside. And an example of this was that she literally was trying to change Paul's <laughs> Paul's outfits and the way that he dresses like as soon as they started living together. And look, a very little judgment here. I used to do that as well when I was in my 20s. Um, I wanted to change whoever I was dating. 
especially if I saw that they could look better just by some changes of their outfits. But once I got older, I I understood that it was not my job to change the people that I was dating or that I I was, you know, was romantically involved with. That that was not my job. That my job was just to accept them and enjoy their companionship for who they are and what what they are in that moment, right? Not from what I see them accomplishing in the future or what I think they could potentially be or do or look like in the future, right? That my job was just to enjoy them in the present. That's it. And help them out and, you know, be a partner to them as they are a partner to me. But it took me a while to learn that because I did want it to change them. It was like, to take Marshall's words from him, it was like I was seeing them as a project as opposed to a partner. And um, with maturity, I changed that mindset. So now I'm just, you know, I'm married to my husband and he is who he is and I accept him for who he is. And and that's it. If he wants to change, he changes. If not, that that really is on him. But that's how I saw Micah when she was doing that to Paul, it reminded me a lot of what I used to do. And that's why I said that she was also leaning a lot into the physical aspect of things, uh, but she was more hopeful that she could change Paul. I think this is me doing a lot of assumptions here. But for Micah, another thing that was in the mean girl realm was that she flirted with so much disrespect with Kwame when they finally saw each other in Mexico. And it was just, it was wild. I felt for Chelsea, because I would have, I would have had some words, you know, but I'm a little different though. I wouldn't have like left. I would have had some words or maybe a little bit more, but I'm a little different, right? So um, yeah, that was, it's just, to me, it's a certain kind of respect that you have for people that are engaged or that are partnered with somebody else. And for me, she crossed that line with the closeness, the the handsiness that she had towards Kwame, the the long conversations that they had when that was supposed to be a moment of joy and and community for all of them, not just for some of them. And and that's how I felt. And when she went on the show, she also backtracked her actions. Both her and Kwame backtracked their actions. So it's not just on Micah. It's also, you know, it takes two to tangle or sometimes three or four, whatever. Um, but yeah, she was like, well, I needed that or blah, blah, blah. Or I didn't see it as anything because it was just... It was just flirting and stuff like that. And even Paul, he was like, I'm okay with that and stuff like that. You know, so I guess it just, it depends on the people. But for me, that would have been a no-no. I would have had strong words with Kwame because at the end of the day, Kwame, if I was Chelsea, I would have had strong words with Kwame because Kwame is a person that owes me that respect because he's with me. I would have had strong words with Micah as well and give her a few talking points about respect because that's not it. And um, 
And then I would have even got <laughs> some words with Paul and be like, come get your girl. Because obviously I don't know what you're doing, but uh, you're not doing it right. So come get your girl. But um, but yeah, mad disrespectful what Micah did. So not only was she artificial when it comes to just putting a lot of weight on the physical aspect, but she is also um, displays selfish and disrespectful behavior because it's almost like, I'm not too happy with my person, Paul, here. So I want to backtrack a little bit or at least, you know, get some joy off of somebody else's partner. And that's not cool. That's not cool at all. All these things happen because they just couldn't let go of external looks and concentrate on the internal, which was what got them to fall in love with the first place with their partner. And and when that when I had that epiphany and I was talking to my husband, because my husband and I watched this show, I was like, it is so sad because the one thing that will for sure fade in life is the external aspect of somebody. You know, how you look, it's going to fade, it's going to change, it's going to form morph into something different. But what will stay is the internal what will stay is the heart, the soul of that individual. So they had a great chance of being with somebody that they clicked on a deeper level. And by focusing on the external, they let go of something that I think it's golden, it's worth a lot more. Their vanity, in essence, just show their true colors because they just grasp at excuses as to why they weren't clicking and went as far as to blame others when all in all, it was them that was just focusing on on the looks, how they can change them and trying to see if the grass is greener on the other side like Micah did with Kwame. Their behavior on the show just highlighted the importance of looking beyond external appearances and focusing on internal qualities. Because like I said, those are the things that are going to last. It also shows that sometimes people's true characters is revealed in higher pressure situations like this. I've heard from, heard or read in other blogs that the pods in this show is extreme. Like they get very little sleep. They are, you know, in these long, long hour, two hour long dates in pods. And they basically, they're like speed dating dates, but longer because they have to switch and go talk to another person, go talk to another person, have all those people kind of like categorize or in a way that makes sense for you, then trying to rank them and see which one you will be more compatible with. So if you can imagine, this is a very high pressure situation that they're in. So I would think that when you are in a high pressure situation like that, like they were kind of like it strips down the facade and it strips down any walls that one may have. So you get to see the the true character of a person. And that's what we got to see in Micah and Irina. And it's unfortunately that they didn't take responsibility for their actions. If they would have, 
I wouldn't be making this podcast episode today, or maybe I would have, but I would have been talking about something completely different. If they would have been honest and be like, look, I'm in my 20s. (laughs) I'm just, I'm looking at how cute they are, how Instagrammable they are, whatever, whatever. You know, um, I realized on the show that I am not ready to get married because, you know, it will take a whole lot more for me that I'm unwilling to give. If they would have been upfront with that, as opposed to giving this half-hearted apology, <laughs> I would have had more respect. But the, their, their lack of remorse is, just lets me know that, like I said, it was embarrassment. They got caught. They they showed their true colors on national TV, international TV. Hell, this is on Netflix. And they're not truly sorry. They're just embarrassed and that's why that half-hearted apology, apology, non-apology came out. This should be all of our resolutions, not just mine, but all of our resolutions that we should strive to look past the external appearances and get to know someone's character. And you can take that into any relationship, romantic or not romantic. Look past the external appearances and get to know someone's true character and go from there. All right, folks, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode and bearing with me as I talk about the Two Mean Girl Gang and season four of Love is Blind. If you enjoy the show, please consider leaving a review or rating the show on your preferred podcast platform. But you got to tell me, am I too harsh? Is this too harsh? Do you agree or do you disagree? Let me know. Leave me a comment. Send me an email. And I will respond when we chat again next Wednesday. See you then. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to the show. See you on the next episode. Bye. Oh, we could, we could fly. Oh, we could, we could fly.